stand firm. I say that God has given you a creative and a very powerful mind so that you can walk out the purpose and plan of God for your life. I say that you have a promotion in the spirit realm as well as in the natural realm. I say that you abide in the favor of God. I say that God puts you out front. I say that the favor of God is resting upon your life. I say God will give you a fresh anointing. He's going to bless you. He's going to bless your ministry. He's going to bless your work. He's going to bless everything you put your hands to do with good result. I'm telling you, I say that the Lord is Jeremiah 
fire, fire, got you feeling like a dot. Couldn't keep it to myself, I had to tell somebody. Now I'm ripping my Jehovah, and I never say I'm sorry. When I step up in the gates, I gotta give them thanks. When I enter in this courts, I gotta give them praise. They ain't worried about a thing, cause I'm walking in faith. Move mountains with my mind, I believe what I say. Hey, hallelujah, hallelujah. When I think about his goodness, it's just doing something to y'all. So excuse me, miss. I'm about to keep my shoe up. that down. Do you realize we are in a new year? Happy New Year! Now, yesterday was with a sound alarm, so I'm sure a lot of individuals participated in Rosh Hashanah. And sundown yesterday to sun sunset today. So what I'm going to give you a little treat. We're going to sound off the alarm, and then we're going to go into our prayer, and then we're going to go into the Word. And oh, do we have a Word. Ooh, do we have a Word from Father. All right? Now, I got to take this, my lip gloss off. to that and whoa is that scripture is really really coming to pass even though it's in the old testament and it's talking about the saints you really go in there and and understand the whole mechanism of it glory to god the blood of jesus over that in the name of jesus however we thank god for the holy ghost we thank God for the Holy Ghost. 
No weapon formed against us will prosper. For every tongue that rise up against us, we shall condemn in Jesus' name. We thank you right now that all the nights, this is a new year, and now you hear people out there vacuuming the blood of Jesus. But we're going to continue on. You know what? Let's play some music, all right? Because I'm not going to shout over the noise. I already know what's happening. So we're going to play some music to drown that out. Like I said, it's always a fight for me. <laughs> but I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do this, and I'm going to be faithful, and I'm going to continue on doing what God's telling me to do. Maybe it's not. See what they be doing without the D? Now I can't even get the, the thing to work. Praise the Lord. I pray that y'all can hear me. And I'm not yelling, but as you can hear, you may not can hear it. I don't know, but I can hear it. Um, I'll just go over some announcements right quick. Okay? Um, welcome everybody that's tuning in. I have the camera turned around so you can see the spelling and everything properly, okay? Um, so I'll say hi to you guys afterwards. But welcome again. Happy New Year. Um, let's get this out the way because we want to get into the Word. I want to invite you guys online. We'll be streaming live next Saturday, the Boom Factor Show um, TV will launch yay between 10 and 11 next saturday so i want you guys to tune in those that in the houston area i welcome you to come on and stop by 10333 Hallman drive suite 120 aura it will be in the headquarters um room and welcome and celebrate with our launching um, TV show, the Boom Factor show, Glory to God. And I was just thinking about it. I was like really in tears because this was supposed to happen nine years ago. But because of my heart and my love to help people, I sold into another venture and wound up being there, part of that for nine years and never got my TV show done. And then I think the last two years, I kept, I was told that they was going to help me do it. Hold on. And then in the last two years, it was like, well, get it together and send it to me and I'll put it on the other network. But that's not what was told to me. I was told that they was going to help me do it. Nine years later, what God gave me, I'm doing it. <laughs> 
So go have some encouraging words for that also. A lot of you guys put your vision on the side to help another person vision and you wondering God what happened he got a word for you tonight on that okay so I want you to tune in those that in other states tune in live we'll be streaming live those that are in the Houston area I welcome you to come on in um, if you are coming um, inbox me send me an email let me know you come in because I'll let you do a little few shout outs, okay? Like five minutes. Um, Dr. D, Boom Factor Show at gmail.com, okay? And that's going to be a beginning of an awesome, awesome manifestation of what else God is doing. But we have to not despise small beginnings. And really, it's a big beginning, amen? Next, I want to remind you guys. So no more shades. I'll be speaking. I'm the guest speaker for to uh, for no more shades. Domestic violence awareness with my sister evangelist Gwen Davis. It's a fundraiser, so I want you guys to come out. It starts at five o'clock um, at the Guide Gallery. That'll be downtown. August. I mean October twentieth. Save the day and come on out and support my sister. And bring your wallets. It is a fundraiser. 5, 10, 20, 100, 200, 1,000, whatever. This is to help women. I'm an advocate, not a sexist, but I'm an advocate for the truth. I'm an advocate for God's word, for his youth, and for the women. All right? Brothers, I'm an advocate for you because I sow into your ministry. I serve you in your ministry. I help plant seeds into your ministry because I understand that for the man, it's, it's hard, especially our black brothers. And so we're going to touch on that tonight too, that God is really stirring the pot and we're going to have to come together, all right? But for right now, I want you to save the date, October 20th, 2018, the Guy Gallery. Oh, it's beautiful. It's going to have some lovely personal designs and God has a word for the ladies that will come to this event to let them know that they are loved. This is Domestic Violence Month next month and I'll be a part of this, okay? So save the date for that. Um, it's time to strike goals. Um, it was all October 27th. We, we, reschedule that date to november 12th this will be the last workshop the fourth quarter of this workshop for individuals to structure your hustle okay and um for startup businesses entrepreneurs um organizations that are non-profits and god gave me a word about that word non-profit too the mission we deserve we we serve those who desire to become self-sufficient as entrepreneur with little to no cash flow successfully. When you come through this workshop, you have so many benefits that is offered to you for only $25 to register, okay? PayPal slash business coach. Well, it's paypal.me 
slash business coach. Um, start registering for that because January we're going to have an awesome, awesome um, event to close this year out for the ones that came through here through the workshops and they have testimonies and they're getting their things done and I want you to come on and come on you guys you can do this all right I know a lot of you want to go to big names and all of that that's cool but hey I love God and I know the back end of stuff so they may be charging five hundred, six hundred, fifteen hundred dollars, and it's a it's it's about the money, but not about the money. All right, we have to become business owners. We have to be owners, you guys. So save the date for that, okay? And we're just gonna praise God for what He's doing in this new year. He say, "Open doors, open opportunities, new wine, fresh revelations, a ship, harvest time." We're hearing all of this, and yeah, yeah, we grabbing, we grabbing, we grabbing. We are going to get what's due to us. But are you ready to receive it? Have you prepared your heart? Have you let God search the deep things in your heart to pull out that old stuff that's hiding in that soul? Are you really through this holy? This is our tenth week in this subject. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot, right? Last week, I had difficulties with the iPad. So I still did, it cut off. I still did the, the message. So that message is on the Boom Factor radio show. You can go to that and listen to part nine, all right? Apologize for that, but I still did it. It's just that you couldn't see me um, live, okay? So, we're going to get right on into this. Father God, I thank you, Lord God, that you are Alpha and Omega. You're the beginning and the end. Father God, I give you glory and praise. We worship you. We honor you. We thank you, Lord God, that though others may have forgotten, though others may have amnesia, may others may dust us off and feel like, you know, that... They felt that we don't matter. We matter to you, God. You love us with an everlasting love. And you say tonight that you're going to show us that we are not forgotten. In the spirit, we are not forgotten. Through this series, we are not forgotten. That our soul is being changed. That we are allowing you, Father, to come in, excuse me, to come in and clean us up, to re uh, renew our minds according to the word of God. We are casting away, casting down all the imaginations that the world is striving to, to sear our consciousness. But Father God, we want our consciousness to be in the spirit. So when we go through our testing trials, we'll be able to stand fortified in the spirit and fight the good fight of faith in you, O oh God. We thank you, Lord God, that we have our weaponry on. We have our helmet of salvation on, our breastplate of righteousness, our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, where we can be peaceable among all men. Our lawrence girded about with truth. Thy word is truth. 
we have the shield of faith to quench every fiery dart of the enemy. The words that come through others, uh, our circumstances, and all these things that try to bring us down. But we stand in strong in, the, in, in you, Father God. You say the battle is not ours, but it is of you. Father God, we take the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. And we stand in strong in this new year on your word. We choose to walk in the Spirit. We choose to walk by faith and not by sight. We choose to trust the Lord Jesus Christ with all our might. Father God, in this new year, help us to see like you want us to see. Help us to hear like you want us to hear. Father God, help us to speak like you want us to speak. Let us walk. Let us be those bold soldiers in the army of God. Let us be able to quench the fiery darts that come our way and knowing that who we are in you, Father God, that we are your children in the name of Jesus. We seal this, this message. I release the blood of Yahshua over the airways and the households that are watching me, Father God, and let them see the God in me and not just looking at me, but let them see the God in me. Let them hear your voice, Lord God. I release the anointing and welcome the Holy Spirit to come in and fill this place. The Holy Spirit that come in to destroy every yoke and remove every burden that individuals may have today in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Father God, we surrender all unto you, Father, right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well... It's that time again. Glory, hallelujah. And as always, I love you with an everlasting love. I know it's been tight. I know it's been different, you know. But hey, that's how God rolls with me, right? And whatever that he reveals, and I meditate on it, and I put it on the side, then he bring it back, I put it on the side, I don't want to deal with it. And Lord said, no, deal with it. I'm like, ugh. He said, now nah, I want you to help my other people to deal with it. I'm like, ugh. All right. So guess what? We say, Father, use us. So he need hands. He need eyes. He need our feet. He need us as the body of Christ to fulfill what he has to do in the earth. He already set everything in motion, you guys. So we have to be his hands. We have to be his eyes. We have to be his feet. And a lot of times, we have to hurt like he hurt. We're going to feel what he feels. That's if you really, really surrender yourself to Father. A lot of times when we go through things, if we really have a conversation with Daddy, he will tell you, I know that don't feel good, but think about it. That's how the world make me feel, but I still love them. Whoa. When God say forgive 70 times 70, we want to get up. I got to forgive him again, but God forgives us every day, 70 times 70. When we say, oh, I don't feel loved, but God love us every day. Lord, I don't have nobody praying for me. 
but Jesus praying for us every day. You see, spirit, when you're in the spirit of God, you can feel God. But if I'm still in my soulish realm, currently, I'm thinking currently. I'm acting currently. I'm talking currently. I'm living a carnality religion. I'm going to church. I'm serving. I'm building. I, I'm even performing. But it's all coming out of the soulish realm. Hmm. Okay, here we go again, Dr. D. What are you talking about? I'm I'm doing the best that I can. I'm trying to do what the word says. Yeah, yeah. We all striving to do what the word says. But are you really doing what the word says? Are you can you really honest sit down even while I'm speaking and say, Hold up. Did I live by the spirit today? Or did I live in the flesh today? Well, what you mean live in the flesh? Oh, Lord, him. See, girl, I be trying to watch you and you be hitting people. Man, man. Okay, so what you talking about? I'm glad you asked. How did you serve today? How was your heart? Did you serve in, with joy and love? Or did you serve just to, like, get somebody out your way? Did you manipulate to get something come your way? Come on now. So we've been dealing with, we've been dealing with a lot of the inner parts of us. Because I know I'm not perfect, Patty, but I tell you one thing, I love God with all my heart. I know the experiences and the encounters that I've had with Father God. And one thing I do know. In different areas. I make sure. Whatever I do. I do it because God said do it. Now yeah it hurts. Because you do it unto individuals. To demonstrate God's love. But on the flip side. They don't see it that way. How I say that, how they treat you, how they talk to you, how they have amnesia, how they forget. And that's one thing Father was putting in check through this whole series. We have to be very careful with our mannerism, our mindset towards one another. And I'm also hearing that also through a lot of evangelist that God is really saying we need to start valuing each other. We need to start showing appreciation and caring about each other. Especially in this terrible time, America has really lost their mind. I mean, you're burning up shoes and I saw a comment that said, oh, uh, what you gonna do now? You gonna burn your truck? Because now Ford then supported Nike. What, 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 what you gonna burn your truck now? You see how irrelevant things are? How people just 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 doing stuff and really sitting down and just thinking? Now, Mark 16, 
verse 17 and 18, talking about how we should be operating, right? We should be operating. But we're not able to operate in this capacity until we get the soul right, the mind, the will, and the emotions. But really the mind, because once this mind is transformed and renewed according to the word of God, your body going to be all right and your spirit going to be all right. These two depend on this. And the devil know it. That's why he always attacking. That's why he always using all these little outside things to come on the inside. No, let's deal with the inside so it be fortified. So when them, them firing darts start coming at you, hey, 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 you be like, whoa, not today. So Mark 16, 17 tells us that in these signs shall, will follow them that believe. We have to make sure we believe in Christ, the son of the living God. We have to make sure we believe that he is the one that came into the earth for our redemption, died, went into hell, got the keys of authority, came out with all power by the Holy Spirit. It tells us that that same power that rose him from the dead lives inside of me. For greater than he that's in me than he that's in this world. And he has ascended up and he said, it's expedient that I go, but I'm coming back. But until then, I'm going to leave you some help so you can do what I'm about to tell you to do. And he will come, which is called the Holy Spirit, that's going to be a helper, that's going to be a God, that's going to be your comforter, your advocate. Everything that you need is right here, right now. While I'm speaking, the Holy Spirit is in this place, helping me bring this message to you. And he's there for you too. He said, in my name, Jesus' name, to those that believe, you shall cast out devils, speak with new tongues, take, they shall take up serpents. If they drink anything daily, they shall not hurt them, and they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. This don't mean for you to go and run after a snake and go pick it up and say, hey, I got a snake. You know, this don't mean for you to go and... um." Go and, and and not only pick up a snake, but go and knock, knock around and be confused, <laughs> you know, be confused with the different, the different, um, poisons and say, okay, God said I could drink anything daily and I shall not die. Oh, sorry. We're going to, you going to, you, you going to have a funeral. Only if you're in that place, I haven't got that point yet, in that place with God, and he tell you, okay, I want you to, to, to go and prove to the false prophets that I'm with you. Go and drink that poison. Because he did that with Elijah. They were trying to challenge him, remember? And God said, no, this is what I want you to do. Go to your offering, and I want you to soak it up with water and watch I rain down fire. And it won't burn. 
You see, you have to be led by the Spirit of God. But believers, if you're a believer in Christ, and you are in the Spirit, those that are in the Spirit, you must worship God in spirit and in truth. How can I worship God in spirit? What does that mean, Dr. D? What you mean? I go to church, I'm praising God. What you mean, those that worship me in spirit? Well, what is the works of the spirit? Love, joy, peace, gentleness, kindness, long-suffering. Worshiping God is operating in these functions. But a lot of times we agitated, we anxious, we bitter, we angry, we boastful, we prideful. Hey, but I'm worshiping God in the spirit and in truth. Oh, I got the word. I can quote the scriptures. But do the scriptures quote you? Whoa. Think about it. Now, for you to even function even in that capacity, we got to cast out fear. 2 Timothy 1.7 tells us God did not give us a spirit of uh, fear, but of, of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Back to, the, back to the soul. Power to live in the spirit. God give me power to love somebody and serve them with everything to make sure that a vision comes to pass. Waiting was promised that I would do this, 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 this. Power to love in spite of. Power to love and overlook, look beyond the fault and see the need. Power. That's the power God talking about. Not so much, oh, I got the title, I got the name, the names, alphabets behind my name, I got degrees, I'm doing all these big things, so I'm powerful, I'm powerful, I'm powerful. No, power to love. Power to, to be right and care about people, genuinely. Not, not to get something from them, but genuinely care about people. That's the power. Power combined with love, faith. It's mixed in that. The love of God, accepting God's love for you. You got to learn how to love yourself first. I had to learn how to love myself first. That's why people just can't control me and they get mad. Oh, you you ain't humbled enough. Oh, you just, no, you mad because you can't control me. It's a difference. I have a sound mind. God went through seven years through my life to get my mind straight. So I won't be tossed to and fro. So if I'm coming and helping and serving anybody, I'm coming to you in pureness of heart. I'm coming to you serving God through me towards you. Hey, ain't no foul here. Sorry you feel that way, but I know I serve you with a pure heart. How was your heart when you received from God? See, that's the kicker. Because, see, people get cocky with you. When you didn't serve them, now they arrived or they're in that place, then they get cocky with you and prideful with you. But, whoa, I'm going to read something about that. God showed that to me. Kind of, kind of set me free because something happened. I saw something. I was like, hmm, wow. 
I could see that person really having fun taking pictures. But when I wanted to take pictures, it was like, hurry up, man. I did that already. I'm not taking, you know. Why you hating on me? Hey, like I always say, it would, you wouldn't have no guests if it wasn't for me and somebody else. Hello. We got to be careful how we put our mouth on people that's serving you with their whole heart. It's a sacrifice there. I'm going to show you. Power. Power to love you. Power to operate in the spirit of God towards your fellow man and your brother. Power to have manners. Power to value you as a human being. Valuing you as a person. Valuing you as a child of God. In the kingdom of God. Having the love of God. Because I love myself. Because I experience God's love. And it caused me to have a sound mind. What does the word say on this matter? When we understand that fear has to get out the way, meaning get the past, all right, we have to understand that we are more than conquerors. We can conquer this thing, you guys. We can conquer the mindsets and our traditions and our beliefs and all the things that have built up in our life from our past. The Spirit of God comes in and search the deep parts of our hearts. Remember that out of Jeremiah and out of um, Corinthians? God said he searched the deep parts of our hearts because our hearts are wicked. Who shall know it? It's desperately wicked. And only the Spirit of God can come in there and search the deep things in our hearts. But we don't want him to search those deep, deep things in our heart. See, we try to hold on to it. That's our comfort zone. It is what it is. This is just how I am. God knows me. He loves me just the way I am. So, hey, you got to deal with it. Whoa. Do you want God to say, depart from me? I never knew you. Or do you want him to say, welcome, faithful servant, come on in. Go back and listen to those messages. Because the enemy is now infiltrating in our works, y'all. He infiltrating. Yeah, we got to see. Let's get them busy. Let them get them focused. See, now we, we got them competing on. Let's see who can do this, who can do that, who can do this here. No matter how they treat. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. I need I need, I need, need some demons over there. Watch her over there. I need some demons. Over, watch him. Watch her. Watch him. Yeah, they got some open doors there. Yep. They don't know how to talk to people. They don't know how to treat people. Oh, look, look. Oh, yeah, they, they money hungry. Check, check. Oh, hey, womanizer, hey, hey, I need somebody over here. Oh, this one, this one like uh, promotion, this like titles. See, he has strategically assigned. Hello. We don't want to check ourselves. So those little quiet things that's behind closed doors. The devil watching you. Now God watching you too. And he already released the, the enemy. said, go ahead, do it, do it. But the Holy Spirit right there through messages like this and other people. And it's sounding alarm. It's all over. It's no certain thing that, oh, she got a problem. Something must be going on with her. She keep talking about this. No, 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 no. It's being confirmed, my brother. It's being confirmed, my sister. If you listen good enough with your spiritual ears. 
We don't, we in the spirit. We, we want to be in the spirit. You're going to hear the same vein. Because daddy is trying to warn us that the enemy is not playing fair. And if you don't check your heart, if you don't check your mindset, and start really living in the spirit and getting things straight, God don't care what we're doing. Yeah, it, all, it looks good. But he concerned about this because he want our soul. And the devil wants your soul too. So you're going to go through all of this, all this time in life, thinking you're just going to get by and just keep on doing the same old thing that you have done in the world. But because it's not so obvious now, you feel you got grace and you get to sweep it underneath the rug and keep it moving and not get stuff straight. Whoa. The spirit always uses, in the spirit, the spirit always uses the forces that are at work within the outer parts of your atmosphere. John 10, 10 tells us that the thief coming not but to steal to kill and to destroy. Jesus came to give us life and have it more abundantly. But the devil, who we feel like, I ain't got to deal with the devil. God, God took care of that, so I'm going to do what I got to do. No, you got to fight this fight every day, baby. Every day you wake up, it's a fight against the evil one. And if you're not having a fight, all right, well, good for you. You got it going on, but... You better go back and check it. Hey, the enemy comes to steal through your mind, through habits, beliefs, opinions, your custom, just the way you are, your pet peeve. That's how he's going to start. That's the footholds we was talking about last week. And those footholds, if you don't deal with those footholds, as years go by, days, weeks, months, years go by, they become fortified. They become strongholds. Then it becomes so much in you that the Lord can't even touch you. Then he's going to back up and you're in a reprobated state in that particular area. Because see, you don't want to deal with it. So God just let you go on. But you're still doing a little something, something. But he letting you go on. But the enemy said, whoa. So once he have you in that area to kill, his main mission is to kill your vision through betrayal, through your family, through people, through ministry, through projects, through um, mission, through different avenues. He wants to kill what God to put in you already. And once he got that hook in there and he see you don't want to deal with certain stuff, that's why he sent those them, them amps, them demons to watch you. Hey, because you don't want to deal with yourself. Self-deliverance is always good. Hey, he come to destroy. The main point is to destroy your faith. The God kind of faith. Not no man-made faith, but God kind of faith. Come to steal your sanity He'll have you walking in fear, have you lose hope. It gets so bad. The pressure is so 
whew, you can't deal with it. And that's how the spirit of depression come in. Suicide, oppression, destroying everything around you, destroying your children, destroying your family, destroying everything that God has planned for you. Don't get stuck into these these um, cliches that you're hearing people talking about purgatory, um, God has everything to control, so that means you can do what you want, everything's already set. Um, God has a set time for everything, but we still have to pave the course. We still have our part to do, all right? We are perfectly designed, just like I was sharing, my TV show should have been launched nine years ago. I sowed the seed into somebody else's vision. And upon that, kept, kept, kept sowing. And now you can see their vision. Well, what happened to my TV show? The Lord said, get busy. So, it didn't stop me because now it's still happening. It stopping nothing. But look at the time, the time in between. Now, with that, for you to understand how to really walk in the Spirit and how to strengthen your faith when you get your mind renewed with the Word of God and when the tests and trials come, you have to know how God works. See, the, the, the children of Israel, um, the Israelites knew God's acts, but Moses knew his ways. Because he took time out. He was still to understand the salvation of the Lord. And how he operate. And what daddy wanted him to do. God is spirit. And those that worship him. He's the creator of all things. We get so caught up in the creation. We forget about the creator. We get so caught up into the, Lord, the, the work of the Lord. We forget the Lord of the work. A lot of, uh, most of us, we have idols. We have made idols, engraving images of the very thing that God told us to do. Uh-oh, out. In my time, look at this. God is spirit. God is holy. Never been touched by sin. God is infinite. He has no limits. So if God is in us, if I abide in God and God in me, it's no limits with me. That's why I'm still going on. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting hit, punched, kicked, thrown out, won't get punched in the face, gonna get thrown out, all this stuff at me. But I'm still here. Hello? You can't destroy what God done, done in my life. You can't destroy. Don't be mad at me when God is favoring me. Don't get mad at me because I worship God the best that I know how. Don't be mad at me because I'm living death free. Don't be mad at me because I'm walking in the spirit. I'm walking by faith and not by sight. Don't be mad at me because I let God deal with me and deliver me and clean me up. Don't get mad at me because I don't mind confessing my sin. I'm not hiding my sin. Don't get mad at me because I love God and I love his people and I'm going to serve his people. Yeah, it hurts, but I'm going to serve him. Don't be mad, because the world didn't give me this joy. God gave me this joy. And this joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. Guess what? Individuals didn't give it to me. God gave it to me. 
The joy of the Lord is my strength, and that's how I can keep on moving. Come on, Holy Ghost. He's omnipotent. He's everywhere. Devil can't be everywhere. But God's everywhere. He's everywhere. He sees. He hears. He knows. So we don't have nothing to worry about. Yeah, they may think they got over. Yeah, they may think they hurted you. Yeah, they may feel like they didn't need you anymore. You may feel like you've been used. You may feel like, you know, you've been stepped on. But guess what? God is everywhere. He sees it all. He hears it all. And it's recorded in heaven out of Deut Deuteronomy. God recalls everything that we do and say. So never forget. Remember, God sees it all, baby girl. God sees it all, brother. You don't have to worry about God. He going to bring back remembrance what needs to be brought back. He's the truth. He's the life. He ain't dead. He is just. He is the greatest judge, the only judge. Come on now. He is the great vindicator. He is omnipotent, all-powerful God. And he's sovereign. God is. This is how you acknowledge the things that are going on in the atmosphere, in the spirit, because God is spirit. Now, how do you know the difference? Whoa. Whew, this is too much. What are you talking about, Dr. D? Well, I'm trying to explain it to you. This is what we have to know the difference. A lot of times I'm listening to Christians talking, and I'm saying, hmm, do they really know that ain't God? Do they really know that's not the spirit of God? Whoa, 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 okay, it's coming. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Then all of a sudden, you get caught up into that web. Then you got to like grip yourself and say, whoa, wait a minute, wait, wait. I'm not going to get caught into this. Here. You know what? Let me just quiet down. It says we can't find no common ground. Come on, Mosey on. Till you get yourself together. Because right now, you got a devil working in you. Yeah. How I know? Where he go to devil attributes? He's a liar. He's a thief. He's a coward. That's bullies. He's a murderer. He's a manipulator. Very prideful. Wicked. We were talking about narcissists. Narcissists listen to that prideful, wickedness, manipulated area. That's the strong man. Very aggressive. Very deceitful. A destroyer. Come on now. Only looking out. Very boastful. False humility. Oh, just the kingdom. Oh, I, no, it's not me. I just give God the glory. Oh, no, no, no. No, just, just say thank you. Thank you. Take ownership of it. You already committed it to the Father. Stop being so false humility, y'all. Y'all, that just, false humility is, a, is, that false humility is a sign of fear. It could be mixed with pride, too. Because at the end of the day, how you treating people? How are you talking to people? Uh, uh, matter of fact, let's go back. Are you partial with people? Whoa. The devil is a fallen angel that only can work through the acts of the flesh. And his game plan and his game field is through the mind. John 3, 8 tells us that for this purpose, the Son of 
God came to manifest to destroy the works of the devil. We have the victory over him and the victory comes in your mind. For you to walk in the spirit, you have to have discipline in your mind. Casting down all imaginations and every hard thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, against the knowledge of the spirit of God, and bring it into captivity. That's something you have to do. We got to work at this thing. God, you know, I heard somebody say, well, you know, God got to take it from me. If he want me to be free from me, he going to have to take it from me. Okay, but are you saying, Lord, I got this problem? Are you confessing this? Because it seems like you're still doing it. Hello? It's obvious something ain't right here. God said you have to confess. Whoa, I'm going to leave that alone. Now, I want to share two things and... As as always, time, 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 time. Faith. E- Hebrews eleven six tell us that without faith it's impossible to please God. And those that come to Him must believe that He is a rewarder to those. Come on, do you believe that God will reward you because of your faith? Well, the little acronym He gave me, faith, forever accessing. The I am through his love in Christ. But in reverse, if you're not forever accessing the I am, the great I am, then you're walking in fear. Fear is false evidence appearing real. A person can judge you and mock you and scorn you out of fear of themselves and the enemy to put false, come on, false appearances before them about you. For them to even react. And it's even not about you. It's about them having fear in them. They want to have control. And since people now, they want to have control, even the media, even America now, see, they want to control human beings. They want to un- control you. Like in a communist state, like okay, you're gonna be set here. We're gonna make sure you ain't gonna go across this line, and this is how it's gonna be. The body of Christ, people in church, not we're not supposed to be like that. But if you sit down and look at the whole perspective of it, the whole vintage point of whatever situation you're dealing with, just sit there and analyze that thing and say, Whoa, we got some witchcraft going on here. This is spirit of control here. Somebody operating in fear. Something's happening. Strife coming up. Division coming up. Okay, you got some some evil deeds working. That's the only way. Confusion. That's all signs of the enemy. You're walking in the spirit. You have to know how to identify the works of the enemy. And it's through the works of the flesh. I believe as leaders... The body of Christ. If we really slow down and start seeing and start discerning different issues and stop being afraid. Why are we afraid to confront one another in love and say, wait a minute. I think you and you, we need to come down and talk. What's going on here? Y'all been, what's what's going on here? Why are we just saying, well, we're going to let the Lord deal with it. I'm not going to touch that. You know, that's between y'all. No, 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 no. We're in a family. In a family, 
they have something going on. We have family meetings in our family. I don't know about y'all, but something we have family meetings. So I think we need a family meeting. Hey, because you're not supposed to let the sun go down on your wrath. See, you see, don't, you see how, hey, are you really in the word? Huh? Are you really living that word? Are you really taking every situation in your life, people, and using the word on it? I guarantee you, if you start really using this word in your life, you'll start seeing a whole difference in your spirit, in your body, in your mind. Two things and I'm gone. My time is done. First, God will honor you. All right? I was pondering about something because I saw something I was like, uh, and some fragments are still, God is still cleaning up some frag fragments. He's freeing me of some stuff, right? And I saw something like, uh, then I heard something like, oh, God, I said, oh, I said, I was really into this because I'm hearing, you know, I'm hearing the love. I'm hearing the promotion. I'm, I'm hearing, you know, I was really was building this person up and building their vision up and Everything, it's like, it's everything. I'm like, it's embedded because I was vested in it. My heart, my love was vested in God with this vision. And now, what's going on? The Lord said, I haven't forgot. I said, but God, help me. He led me to Esther, chapter 6, about Mordecai being honored. A lot of individuals that you feel that forgotten about you, that you've been a blessing to, God say, I will honor you. Come on, Holy Ghost. I ain't forgot about you. In Esther 6, it says, The night the king could not sleep. So he ordered the book of the Chronicles, the record of his reign, to be brought to him and read to him. And he found a record that Mordecai had exposed Bethana and Thresra, two of the king's officers who guarded the doorway, who had conspired to assassinate the king. The devil is the accuser of the brothers, and we have people on the side of us that's there trying to assassinate us because they want your position. Or they don't want you in that position. And it's just a lot of things that's happening right now. You just think about it. Whoa, wait a minute. It's because you got people talking. You got people planting bad seeds. Visionaries, you better be careful. Who are you letting speak in your ear about somebody that's been there and supporting you? Because at the end of the day, guess what? God had the plan and the purpose and the provision. But they coming in just for pleasure and manipulation. Whoa, that's a whole nother thing. I'm not even going to get that. And so the king said, what did we do? How did we honor this man Mordecai? What did we give him? And the attendant said, nothing was done for him. And so the king said, well, who is in the court now? He said, Haman. Now Haman, if you go about and read the story, he already built this gala to destroy Mordecai. Because he was a Jew. And he couldn't stand him. And it goes all the way back. I'm not even going to have time to even go into that story. Y'all go dig in there and read that. That's an awesome, awesome story. 
Payback is a mother. <laughs> That's why I'll be careful. With all I do, I'm serving with love. Hey, go. Hey, because I know God. That's where you get your warfare. That's where you get your opposition. That's when you get that backlash. But no fear. Hey, God is near. And when you when you operate in the spirit, when you allow God to search the deep things in your heart, remember we were talking about the heart, how the heart is so wicked? It's desperately wicked. Above all things, the word of God tells us, who shall know it? Only the Lord can come in and search the deep things in the heart because he know it. And then he also say, the, you know what's in your heart. You know your own ways. So a lot of people feel like, oh, I ain't really mean to do that. Yes, you did. I ain't mean to say that. Yes, you did. I ain't mean to act that way. Yes, you did. Hey, it's part of you. The problem comes when you don't acknowledge it or you try to put the blame on somebody else or something else. That's when we become deceived because we don't want to take responsibility of our actions. And even though you'll say, oh, I'm sorry, forgive me or whatever, but it's not from the heart because right after that, how you treat the person. Your action really shows how you really feel. It's not what go into a man. The word of God say it what comes out of him or her. Yeah, I could fuss with you, but how? I'm not name bashing you. I'm not verbally abusing you. I'm not verbally threatening you. Whoa. Are we really walking in the spirit when that happens? But check this out. The thief come not but to steal, kill, and destroy. John 10, 10 tells us, Jesus said himself, that I did not come. I come for you to have life and have it more abundantly. But the thief come to steal, kill, and destroy. What? How he comes to steal? He comes to steal through your mind. That's why we got to get our mind right. Through control, through the media, through your beliefs, through your habits, your opinions, your judgment of others, your customs, just the way you used to do things. I am what I am. If God want me to change, he going to do this. No, we all have to play a part. We have to say yes to the Lord. He's not going to go against our will. He said, let them come. Who said we will let them come? Who said we will let him? I'm knocking at your door. My words coming out of my mouth is God's words. He's knocking at your door through this message. Are you going to open up? Open up that heart and let him come in and search the deep things, the hidden things, the attitude, the pridefulness, the manipulation. Come on now. These are the things that the enemy look at, at the things that we are not putting in check. You see what I'm saying? See, God, see all this other stuff, God ain't worried about he can't change what he already put in action. We have to play our part. And the enemy is watching us. He's watching you and I. He's watching the things that you are not putting in check. So yeah, he gets you busy. He gets you start doing good works. 
Oh, yeah. Everybody doing good works. But what's happening in their heart? Why are you doing the good works? Come on now. We talked about that. Do you want God to say, depart from me? I never knew you. What are you talking about? You never knew me. Lord, I did what you told me to do. I built. I served. I went to the homeless. I visited the sick. He said, but I never knew you. You didn't do that with my heart. You did that on your own. I didn't, what, what you mean I did that on my own? I'm doing... Hey, come on. What is your mannerism? Come on. What is, what is, what is your, your, your stance? What, what, what is your, your composure? We don't put these things in check, then the enemy used to kill. That very thing you're not putting in check, he'll let it rise. So he can attack your vision, begin to use betrayal against family, your friends, the people, your ministry, your corporation, anything that you touch, he's going to begin to start killing it by your actions because you never put it in check. And then eventually it will destroy you. Destroy your faith in God and others. They will see. Why you think when preachers fall and 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 and, and fall into sin, that just didn't come up like that, just to come up. God been warning them. God always warns us in the beginning before anything come out in the open because He's sovereign. He loves us so much. He want to cover us like he did with Adam and Eve when they ate off the forbidden fruit. And God covered them because he still loved them. He created them. He covered them. And that's what daddy does with us. He covered us. It's his goodness that brings us to repentance. But see, we feel if we we still moving, we still doing, we still busy, we still building, we still serving. But we haven't dealt with some heart issues, things in the past you done brought into the present, and it's affecting different mechanisms around you. You sweeping it underneath the carpet. You going on. Things looking good. Oh, I'm going to deal with that later. I got to finish this. God said, I want you to deal with it now. But no. We bigger than God now. (laughs) We become gods, you know. We are gods, little g. But then we become big gods and telling the creator, oh, you got to wait because I'm building the kingdom. I ain't got time to deal with that. Oh, God got a word for that too. Now, for us to walk in the spirit so our faith can be increased. It's a must, it's imperative that you know the operations of God, that he is spirit. He is the creator and he said those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now, a lot of times we get that all mixed up. Because we going, oh, I worship a God. I'm going to church and worship him. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 
But really, what is worship? Worship in spirit. What is that? The spirit of God. What is the functions of the spirit? Whoa. Goes back to Galatians, huh? Now, we didn't look at that before on the previous, but let's, let's, let's go ahead and do it. And I, I pray that it's still on. Hold on. Let me see if it's still recording. Okay. Look like it's still recording. So, yay. So, Galatians tells us. Let's look at that right quick. Galatians should be right here by Ephesians. All right. So. They say, those that are led by the Spirit of God are called the sons of God. But the, but the works of the flesh manifest of these things. The Spirit of God, the fruits of the Spirit. We worship God in spirit and truth. To worship God is to love God in his fruit. The spirit. What is that? Now, I have his functions here. Worship him in spirit and in truth. The fruits of the spirit is love, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such, there is no law. Let's connect that with love. What is love? Love is not boastful. It's not prideful. It's not... Arrogant, it's not haunting it. Go through um, Corinthians 13 and it tells you about your love walk in spirit and in truth. It's combined together. God's attributes to walk in the spirit, to be God. He say, I abide in, if you abide in me and I in you, then me and God will one, right? And we're created in his image, right? So, this is God's attribute. He's holy. He's infinite. He's omnipotent. He's everywhere. A lot of individuals, especially leaders and, and, and people go to church and doing their little thing, feel like God is underneath a rock. God is everywhere. He sees all. He knows all. He hears all. So, why we act like we can act and talk and do what we want, and we have no repercussion. Whoa. God is infinite. He has no limit. So if he has no limit, we don't have no limit in him. He wants us to exceed. He wants us to soar. He wants us to obtain everything. He has a perfect plan for every one of us that say that we are believers of Christ. Sometimes we sit back and we just, well, I, if God wanted to do it, 
He just gonna have to do it. And then we do have some someone that really love God and and support others in doing what they need to do. Go to work, do their ministry, support other ministries, and sometimes it get exhausting. And then when you look back, it's like, hmm, I gave all my time here, and this how you treat me. But I still got to do what God told me to do. Got a word for you on that one. It's going to be all right. You will not be forgotten. God is just. God is. He is the. He's 100%. He is the judge. God will judge righteously. And he will vindicate those that need vindication. That's why he said the battle is not yours. It's his. I've learned. Yeah, sometimes I want to get there and like, Lord, please just let me have one good one. Just let me have one good one. I'll, can I just have one good beat down? And Lord say, no, daughter, you got to let that go. <laughs> let me handle this. I'm like, ooh. So I got to let him handle it, y'all. Because God knows. God knows what it takes to deal with each and every one of us. And I tell you, hey, like David said, I'd rather be in the hand of the Almighty than the hand of my enemy. Hey. Omnipotent. He's all powerful. And he's sovereign. Now with that. Combined with the fruits of the spirit. This is where the power come in. This is where the love come in. This is where the sound minds come in. See if I know. That I'm loved by God. It don't matter. What nobody else say. I know my love walk with daddy. And my love walk is pure to him. So if my love walk is pure to him, guess what? My love walk going to be pure towards you. But because individuals in the body of Christ, I've noticed, have not experienced that love walk with God. So they are not able to experience love from you. And you have to know the difference in these last and terrible days because the enemy Gonna shoot his best shot, and he gonna use his spirit of lying. He gonna use the the uh, the the devil attributes. Let's go back here. The devil attributes. He gonna he lies. He's a thief. He's a coward. He's a murderer. He's a manipulator. He's wicked. He's prideful. He's deceitful. Very aggressive. He's a destroyer. That's only some of the things. And most of the time, the stuff that I've just listed, a lot of individuals that's in the sanctuary that go to church every week operate underneath the devil attributes. Carnality. They have not even tapped into the spirit. Hey, you can argue with me all you want, but I know what I see, I know what I've experienced, and I know what outside folks experience with people inside the church and we say why nobody not coming to the church who will want to hello come on if we really sit down and evaluate our love walk with each other that's the first test they're not coming Hello? When you have your children watching you, 
growing in church, bringing them in church year after year after year, and they're watching you serving, giving your time, your money, even in participating. They've sown their seed. You got your family sowing, and they see in the church people with leadership titles, with roles, treating the very people that's helping build up their vision, turn around and treat you like you are dirt. And you expect them to come to your church? No. Oh, but Dr. D, you don't understand what's going on. You know, you don't understand what's going on in the back end. You know, because see, um, I just wanted so-and-so to do certain, certain, and they didn't want to do... Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. They didn't want to do what? Come on. That, you, if you really want to go that way with a person... Go to the root of the matter. Let's go to the root of it. What we talked about last week. The foothold. Footholds always start personal. And things don't get dealt with, they become strongholds. And then the enemy can use his tactics to zoom on in there. All right, boys, come on. Strategically, he sent the demons out to watch. Just like we got our angels. They standing right here. I got my bad boys in here. They standing right here. But you got you got the the evil ones, the, the demons, just standing over there watching. Taking notes. Because you're not dealing with the heart. And the heart going to let you know if that spirit that we see that we hope, ba 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 oh, in the name of Jesus, come on out. You're using the spirit to, hey, cast the demons out, praying for the sick, feeding the hungry, visiting the prisons, doing missions. But what about all the other stuff? You ain't faithful. You're not being obedient to the little bitty things. We're not paying our bills on time. Things happen, but are you calling? Like I had to call sometimes, you know, I have some customers, they ain't ain't paid. So it makes me delay. So I got to call my creditors. Say, look, I'm going to be late. Oh, okay, okay. But because I have a decent record, they understand, but they still want their money. Oh, come on. I know, hey, hey, come on. Now, let's look at it. But we want God to bless us. Oh, Lord, I need a financial blessing. Okay, so are you being obedient and, and following through with your sister and your brother in business? See, see, you see what I'm saying? We are dealing with carnality in the spirit. Be good. To all men, especially to those that are in the household of faith. If I'm in business and I provide the service and you got the service, now it's time to pay. We got all kind of problems. We put everything before what we need to be doing. Oh, see, we, we don't want to deal with that. The devil 
use the acts of the flesh to enter in and gain a foothold in a person's life and begin to torment him or her through his mind. John 3, 8 tells us that the purpose of the Son of Man came and manifested to destroy the works of the devil. When we understand that his works are already destroyed and when he come with these familiarities of the works of the flesh, we'll know how to stop it on our own set. But what happens, we are so used to working in manipulation, deception, pride, haughtiness, all the things that's in the flesh and not allowing the Holy Spirit to come in and cleanse our heart so we can be able to treat our brother and our sister properly. Even to the point that, hey, I can agree to disagree and respect that of you. I can't get mad with you because I don't agree with what you're saying. You know, find common ground. Jesus is the common ground. Okay, that's okay. Well, the blood of Jesus. That's your your opinion. This is my opinion. But what do God say about it? Once we get the word on it, hey, we should be peaceful. Okay, you know what? Hey, that's cool. Come on, let's go get something to eat. Oh no, we want to fight about it. We want to curse somebody out. We want to punch. You know, we want to fight. Whoa, wait a minute. That's not what the the Lord said, how to have the situation in the body of Christ. Are we really uh, presenting the spirit? Oh, I'm worshiping God in spirit and truth. Oh, look what I'm doing. Really? Because I know what's going on over here and you ain't got that right. Oh, I know what's happening over there, and you didn't get that right. Whoa, I know what was done to me, and you ain't got that right. Which I ain't looking for, because I know it ain't going to happen. But God said he gave a word for it. It's going to happen, because see, he's going to start rallying some individuals that have forgotten about you. They're going to be restless. In this new season, this new year, what God is about to manifest, it's going to manifest whatever you have sown. The last couple of years, we are beginning to reap what we have sown. And whoo, glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I know I ain't been perfect, Patty, but I tell you what. I've sown with a pure heart with no motives behind it. I've sown in many of you guys, some of you even watching, I've sown, I've sown, I've been a service, been a blessing. Now, some may even may not even think that. Well, I don't know how she's saying that. That was just she she only gave this and she only did this. But I sown. I I participated. To encourage you that, hey, somebody got you, somebody praying for you. And if you really know my story, and you really know, and you really want to get to know who I am, you'll say, whoa, oh my gosh, I appreciate it, I didn't know. 
tell you about a story. But that's going to be at the end. And we're going to hurry up. When I began to operate in the spirit, carnal thinking begins to shift away and the spirit take over. That means my mind, my soul is being cleansed, being renewed, being purified by the spirit of God. And now, because my mind is more on the spirit, the supernatural things, the spirit things, the things that are unseen, the things that God sees, how he feels. Now my will is yielded towards God. Those that are willing and obedient shall eat the good of the land. How? Because I've opened up my heart, allowed the Holy Spirit through God to cleanse, to see, see, for a, a, a patient <laughs> to receive a new heart, the old heart got to come out. The doctor can't put the new heart on top of the old heart. He got to take open heart surgery. That heart got to come out. Now, see, y'all getting something fresh because that wasn't on the other one. God doing something else. So, he got to cut out and take out the old heart to put in a new heart. So, what that tells us, we have to do something. We have to allow spiritual surgery to come in and dig in there and say, okay, you got to get that right. Get it out. Like the Lord was revealing some things to me. I was like, oh, God, I didn't know. I didn't know. Take it out. Take it out. Take it out, Lord. Take it out. Oh, Lord, I don't want to do anything to hinder our relationship, Father. Those that cover sin shall not prosper. And see, when we begin to open ourselves up to the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit comes in and fill us with that love. We begin to love on ourselves and know that God loves us and he fills us with his love and his compassion. And then when others come our way and they don't have that love and they angry and they boastful and they prideful and they're trying to vomit on you. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No. And no matter what names they call you and try to try to bring you down with negative devil words. You can point it out and say, in the name of Jesus, I will not receive that. In the name of Jesus, I'm not receiving that. I cast that down. Like somebody said, well, you can cast whatever you want. The blood of Jesus, how blah, blah, blah. You know, you can do all that you want. And then, oh, no, I am doing it. See, because I'm not receiving it. You don't have to receive that. Because you have the love of God over you. They're trying to vomit what's already in them. And see, we have to know the difference, people. That's the only way you're going to be able to sustain and walk this supernatural lifestyle in Christ Jesus. You have to fortify your mind. Let God take the old so he can put the new in. Oh, God about to put in new wine. Not in that old bottle. He ain't. Oh, no, he's not. You better dump that stuff out. 
Because what's going to happen, you put that new wine, that old wine skin, it's going to burst. And goes back to the body. <laughs> we don't make those changes. Then our body starts showing us some type of effect. All the infirmities start coming out. Why? Because some things we haven't dealt with. See, when I start start things Pressure around my head or whatever. Well, I know that's witchcraft. That means somebody talking, somebody talking, putting word curses. They wagging their tongue about me. Witchcraft, trying to control me in the spirit. Talking about me. Uh, you know, like we, we, I'm going to share what the law was saying about that. All right. So once we identify, once we have identified, right, the devil attributes and God attributes. Then we can walk in the spirit, worship God in spirit and truth, right? Towards one another, right? Even in a disagreement, we'll be able to say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Have you ever been in a conversation and everything's good and all of a sudden you start feeling and getting kind of heated and then it's like, oh, wait, 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 we're calm down. Oh, no, I, I don't want to deal with that. Uh-uh. Whoa, 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 okay, wait, wait, something's going on right there. I think we ought to pray. A lot of times, I, I tell people, like, I don't want to pray. I, I, I just, well, and then I realize, well, maybe God is touching on something else, and then I'll start praying for the person silently, okay? Because, see, I already picked it up. Something else is going on there, right? And then if you really think about it, some things we force before time, and we try to, do a gumbo mix and do a lot of things at one time and we get frustrated. Don't do that. Structure yourself, time yourself. If you're supposed to do something at a particular time just for that, do that for that particular time and whatever you need to do on the next time, do that. When you try to compile all that stuff together and it don't work out, whoa, we're going to start seeing some stuff. And that's what a lot of individuals do. A lot of you probably experience that with individuals, and that's what's going on. So it's no, no, um, I ain't gonna say no shade on you. Hmm. No reflections on you as an individual with the person. It's something going on with that person. They're not dealing with something in the past. And I thought I had wrote something down about that. Is something going on with the past they don't want to deal with? You know, and God give us grace. God give us grace. Now, that grace is the favor of God, but it has a a a a, a limit to it. Cause we feel we can live any kind of way as the body of Christ. Like they always they have these little cliches. I'm under construction. I ain't there yet. That means I'm I'm gonna do what I want. I'm gonna act the way I want. I'm gonna talk to you any kind of way because I'm under construction. Well, how long are you under construction? You've been under construction for almost five, six, seven years. You ain't built yet. Hey, come on now. I have my child. Supposed to grow every year. I'm supposed to see some development. I got my granddaughter. Hey, she walking, she talking. You know, now she's singing, she writing. 
She drawing. Some development happening. Okay, so if I'm saying I'm still under construction, and that, hey, I'm just saying. I need to fire you, that contractor, because we need the bill. <laughs> Something ain't right with that. Every day we're supposed to be growing. All right, let's, let's wrap this up. Now, this is the word that the father gave to me about if you feel you've forgotten. And not so much, all, well, also, um, to the point not being forgotten, but you have been faithful in serving, giving your time, your money, your services, your resources, everything that's part of you that you love God to help another vision for another person, another pastor, leader, business, even on a job, all right? And you know I'm doing all this because I want my promotion in your career, in your ministry, whatever that thing is, God say, I ain't forgot about you. Don't worry. They may have forgot about you, but I'm going to show you what I'm going to do for you. So something came up and um, I was like, oh, here we go, Lord. Jesus, help me. I said, because I know this is going to keep popping up because this has been years and years and years. And so the Lord said, no, I just want you to... to I'm." I'm glad it's coming up because I want you to know that you did everything that you were supposed to do with the right spirit and a good heart. Now, one time, the other person promoted you, but you kept promoting them in love and admiration. So take that in stride. Don't let the enemy use that as a a, a target. I'm going to use it to bless you. Whoa. I said, okay. So see, it's all right to have this conversation with daddy. You have to talk about it. Talk to him about it. He know how you're feeling already. But you have to communicate with him because it's him and God. It's you and God. That's what I want to say. It's you and God. You have to build that relationship with him that you can talk to him about everything. That's how you can walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. And we even when you fall in the flesh, you say, okay, God, I really, really thought this person was for me. <laughs> What's going on? Hey, the other person still living in the past. No reflection on you. Now you take that, you take that lemon and make you some good old lemonade. You learn from that because that makes you stronger and wiser. And a blessing coming to you. Whoa. Esther chapter 6. We all know about the story with Mordecai and Haman. Haman had a hate for Jews. I mean, just to know that Mordecai was a Jew. He wouldn't bow down to him. You know the story. You can really look at it. The night with the king. That's a good illustration. Or you can even go through the history channel. And they'll go through the whole book of Esther. And explain why certain things happen in a certain way. So I'm going to just give you a little short version of it because of the time. Mordecai was Esther's uncle. He was a Jew. He was in the courts of the king. And they had two guards that worked in. Two guards that's what we guarding the king was plotting against the killer king. And Mordecai heard them and stopped it. However, years went by 
when Mordecai never was honored. Back then, they honored people who did good deeds. Wow, that's a word in itself. We don't do that. We don't I we don't do that in the body of Christ. <laughs> we step on people. We kick them out. We want to punch them in the face. We want to get rid of them. We don't do that. We don't honor. <laughs> no. But back then, they honor. So what did the Lord did? The Lord caused the king to be restless one night. He couldn't sleep. He was restless. To the point where, give me the books. I need the chronicles. I need the chronicles. Read it. So they read through the chronicles and they found, well, the king was spared because Mordecai prevented two of his own guards from killing him. Well, what do we do for Mordecai? The reader said, absolutely nothing. We got to do something. I cannot sleep. I'm restless. I need to get my rest at night. Let's go ahead and honor this man. So he called in Haman. At that time, Haman was coming in trying to portray his new idea of getting rid of all the Jews. He built this big hanger to hang Mordecai. Whoa, we already know about what happened there. He said, I had it, I was restless, and I read in the book, the Chronicles, tell me, what can I do for the man who spared the king's life? Because he was so full of himself, oh, we can do this, we can set him up, put him on the road, let him wear your ring, and yada, yada, yada. You know the story. He said, good, do that for Mordecai. Oh, my God. That tore him up. Because that's the very same person that he wanted to destroy. God is telling us today, he told me and I'm telling you, that you are not forgotten. He see your work. And those that you think forgot about you, don't worry about it. They're going to be restless. They're going to be so restless that they're going to have to come and honor you. Come on, Holy Ghost. So let God vindicate you. God said he will honor you. But in the same token, he also said, be watchful because those two was right in the king's court. Just like with Judas. Judas was right there. Jesus told Judas, whatever you have to do, do it quickly. Jesus already know he was about to go and betray him. Our thing is, we see things happening right before us and we don't take heed to it. Because of our love for Christ and we try to look out for the best of people. But God said, I know the heart. Goes back to the heart again. You looking on the outer. You looking at everything that's happening. But I know what's going on in the heart. Trust me. In this season. In this new year. Father saying. I need for you guys to trust me more. Because the enemy is using all type of deceptive ways. Right in the body of Christ. To divide. To dishonor. To devalue. And it's all in the name of the Lord. Who's Lord? Not the King of Kings, the Lord of all. The Lord of self. The Lord of idleness. Idolatry. The Lord of flesh. Our own way of doing things. We are becoming our own gods. And we're not submitting to the the creator 
the ultimate, the omnipotent God. And upon that, I shared the story on the last one and I'm through. And I pray it's still going. They had this man, Joseph Prince gave this story and I'm going to do it in a short version. They had this man. Hold on, let me make sure it's still recording. It cut off. Jesus, Jesus. Boy, I tell you. It cut off again. Well, I'm going to do it on the the boom factor. They had this man. And um, he was a drawbridge conductor. And the drawbridge conductor have to lower the bridge, right? And his son come and visit him. Every day on a bicycle. And he wave at his son. And his son comes up while he's waiting to the bridge. And they go home together. When this particular day, the son, he saw his son, right? And he saw his son. But he also see the train coming. So what must he do? Oh my gosh. So he knew his son could make it. But then all of a sudden, the time that he knew his son should have been up in the boot, the son never came and he go to train. So he looked over. Oh my gosh. His son had stuck in the tracks. But he knew he didn't have enough time to come down out of the boot, down the stairs, to save his son without bringing that bridge down. If he didn't do it, the train would go off the track and thousands of people would be killed, right? So what must he do? He's going back and forth, right? Oh my God, son, the train, son, the train, son, the train. What must I do? Oh my gosh, train getting closer. No son. Finally, he had to turn around in tears and agony, tears and agony, tears and agony. He took the level and brought it down. And when he brought it down, here come the, the bridge going down. He already knew that once that bridge was flat, his son would be destroyed. And as the bridge went down, the train crossed over. And he's seeing all the people on the train, holding on to the train. He see them laughing and some on the earphones. And you can see them dancing. And he's seeing all the people, some sitting, some standing, some happy, some not. But their life was spared. And as he went about watching the train pass, he thinking about his son, my God. Stuck in the crunches of that bridge. So now, once the train has passed, he immediately lifted up the level and went downstairs. Immediately. He called the authorities. He called the authorities. He immediately went downstairs. 
as he went down and turned the curve. Only thing he can see was the crushed bike in the regiments of his son that was smashed when the bridge came down. As he held his son, what pieces was left, he held his son, weeping and weeping. He didn't even visualize his son, but he visualized all the people, lives that were saved. He saw the people standing and laughing and having good life. And he's thinking about all the years that they're going to be able to enjoy their world. They're going to be able to finish school and build their careers and and just go on with their life and not knowing on this particular day their life was spared and because he sacrificed his son. People of God, those that have a listening ear, God did the same thing for us through Jesus Christ. He gave us an example that he sacrifice so we can have a life in the earth. And in return, all the people in the world don't even understand the ultimate sacrifice, the redemption from the punishment of a hellish realm that we would experience if Jesus didn't come back to redeem us. Now let's bring it a little closer, and I'm going to end with this. The sacrifice. You don't know what a person sacrificed to help your vision. You don't know the sacrifice, the things that the person gave up to make sure that they supported you as a friend, supported you in your business venture, supported you in your ministry, supported you while you was in school, supported you, whatever that thing was, that person who was close to you, that believed in you to the point that they sacrificed themselves for you. But in return, you don't even appreciate it. You don't value them. Matter of fact, you discounted them. You forgotten them. You treated them like there was nothing. God is telling all of us, No more. Because this is the year that I will begin to vindicate my people. I'm going to honor my people. I'm going to show the world that these are my true soldiers. These are my daughters. These are my sons. Will you be ready to receive that honor from God? Not from man. You're not going to get it from man. But you will get it from God. You will get it from God. And he promised us out that story. Esther chapter 6. He said, I will make sure you'll be honored. Don't you go look for it. Don't try to make it happen. I'm going to make them restless at night. I'm going to make them restless. To the point where they're going to have to find out why they're so restless. And then I'll be able to speak to them. Hello.
Well, you guys, I tried to do that one more time, and the Facebook thing, <laughs> now the battery went out, it's died, so this is part two of part ten from part one. <laughs> so, uh, that was it. That was it. That was it. Soldiery series, week ten. I want us to know that we must walk in faith and not fear. And God loves us. And we got to press forward. And I'm going to press. I, I see the, <laughs> the blood of Jesus. I give God the glory and I'm going to keep pressing. I, it don't matter. I don't matter how things look. I'm going to just do it. I'm going to do it the best that I know how. I'm going to do it in excellence. As best as I know how. But I'm going to be obedient. I'm going to do it. And I know God is going to honor my faithfulness. He's going to honor my love. He's going to honor my endurance. And most of all, he's going to honor what I have sown into others. And I'm just going to stand on that word. And I'm going to look forward. I'm going to press forward towards the mark for the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. And I want you to do the same. But until then, this Dr. D, I'm I'm gone. This is like, this is crazy. And I know, it, I, I'm like, I'm not going to quit. And look, they got a sign. I got a sign on my wall. And like the eyes, I my eyes went straight to it. And it's saying, don't quit. <laughs> so I'm not going to quit. Matter of fact, let me see if I have time to read this. Boy, see how good God is? Because I'm shaking my head. And I held my head down. And I'm about to sign off from y'all. And when I just lift my head up, and I lift my head up, and it just said, don't quit. And I'm going to have to say this real quick. Say, when things go wrong, as they sometimes will, when the road you children seems all uphill, when the funds are low and the deaths are high, and you want to smile, but you have to sigh. When praising, pressing you down a bit, rest if you must, but don't you quit. Wow. Success is failure turned inside out. And silver tint of the clouds of doubt. And you never can tell how close you are. It may be near when it seems afar. So stick to the fight when your heart is hit. It's when things go wrong that you must not quit. I'm not going to quit, y'all. I'm going to keep on going. I'm going to keep on flowing. I'm going to keep on doing. I'm going to keep on going. Because I know God is on my side. How can I be denied? I'm God's daughter of the Most High. Hallelujah, glory to God. I'm going to fight this good fight of faith. I trust the Lord with all my heart, and I am not giving up because he has given me the green light. And you know what? I'm just going to start. So will you start it today? Start. This is the new year of the Hebrew calendar, God's calendar, and start it. Like your boys say, let's do it. And you know what? Nike didn't come up with that. Mary, Mary said that. Way back in the in the New Testament, he told the disciples, whatever he tell you to do, she said, just do it. So that that little slogan is biblical. So guess what? We all going to just do it, right? All right. Much love. Peace. I love you guys. Thank you for sticking with me. Um, anybody coming on to the Facebook feed, I appreciate you guys for hanging in there with me. I try to do it again. It's 1 o'clock in the morning. Guess what, Dr. D is about to sign off, and I'm going to sleep. God bless you guys. Much love. Peace.